Welcome to Pop That Culture. Yes, yes I have is the answer to your question, but you'll never know. <laughs> hey, we have some uh, exciting news, I think. People are going to be excited. Not for that. Uh, which is that there's going to be another RoboCop movie. I hope they bring back the original cast. <laughs> is it going to be like the real, like the original robot RoboCop with the the big giant hulking, what it was, Ed 209 or the other evil? Is that what it was called? Yeah. Ed 209? And it, you know, I, here's what I didn't like about the original RoboCop. Love the original RoboCop film. The trilogy, though, it went the way of the Matrix trilogy. Where the second one, like, second one was okay. The third one was like, what the hell just happened? And then they reboot it, and you're like, what is... Ah. So, have you seen the sci-fi movie called District 9? Yes. It's very cool. I would recommend it if you dig uh, sci-fi movies. Mm -hmm. And um, they do it in a way that makes it look like it's... Sort of almost like not a documentary, but it's more of like a realistic, right? Gritty, and then there just happens to be sci-fi elements to it, mm -hmm. which would lead right into the same person doing um, District Nine is who's going to be doing the reboot Amazing. of RoboCop, and so his sort of aesthetic from District Nine would work very well. I think it would for doing the next uh, RoboCop right. movie, which will be set in Detroit. Please, thank you. Yes. No, actually, shoot it in Detroit, please. Well, that don't, don't shoot it in San Antonio and put it a matte painting of the Rensen. I know. Don't shoot it in Toronto and put it a fist somewhere. Well, what's funny is they said that with the timing of the movie shooting, possibly, and um, when the RoboCop statue was supposed to be done and in mm -hmm. place, which I think this would be amazing. If they, it would be very meta. If they have the new, <laughs> if they have the new RoboCop in the movie have a scene where he visits the statue of himself in like oh my goodness actual detroit oh <laughs> wow. i can't what this that, is that's this like too much doc and marty going back right. in time and meeting doc and marty yes it's um a now is this so it's going to be the same concept yeah, yeah is it the same is the robocop going to be the same dude is it going to be Officer Frank Murphy? That's what I want to know. Oh, not the same actor, but the same alleged character. I know, but the same character. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I can't answer Peter Weller's getting a little too old. <laughs> a right? little long in the tooth. Although, yeah. if he's just in the suit, I mean, we Yeah, they know. could just put his face in it. Yeah. You know, like, just superimpose, you know. <laughs> yeah, do, Peter Weller, do it. Do, do it. it. And I would like to see uh, the, the new version of the SUX 6000 car. I'd like to see the dad from that 70s show being the bad guy again. <laughs> Um, and maybe a new twist on it. Maybe okay. maybe Frank Murphy uh, is on the lamb and he has to jump on a train and ride around the country. Then he'd be Hobo Cop. <laughs> All right. Hobo Cop. Riding the trains, riding the trains. Sitting around a campfire eating baked beans with his robotic <laughs> arm. And just have a robotic stick with like a bandana mm, yeah. and something in there. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Trying to run. Dunk, 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 dunk. Jump on a train. <laughs> cool. Actually, he'll probably cop. grab the train and slow it down and just climb up. <laughs> Very cool. Now, we know, because uh, Tom Holland is really good at spoiling things, that um, <laughs> we, know, we know the name of the next uh, Spider-Man movie. But somebody else was actually an inadvertent spoiler. Hmm. And um, in the first Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Homecoming, he had a lot of help in the movie from 
uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yes, a father figure. Yes. Kind of like George Michael. So um, in the next Spider-Man movie, we don't know if Robert Downey Jr. is or can, depending on when this movie is supposed to take place. Right, because rumor has it Tony Stark dies in the Avengers sequel. We don't know mm. if he's going to be the next one, but it looks like there is going to be some action from Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, in the next hmm. Spider-Man movie. Because he was tweeting... Uh, he shared a picture on his Twitter of a S.H.I.E.L.D. business card with the caption that said, Back to the familiar, the comfortable, the lovably fierce, loving today's mood. Hashtag can't keep a good man down, deliriously furious. And he didn't state what movie he was shooting for, but he confirmed in the location that was tagged, this location in the United Kingdom is where the Spider-Man movie oh is shooting. Oh my goodness. So people oh were like, this plus this is math and it equals that he's in the same place where they're shooting the Spider-Man movie and he's shooting something. This is amazing. I love it. And, you know, there have been a lot of theories floating around. I've <laughs> I've just really been, you know, diving into Inverse and BuzzFeed and everything lately. So <laughs> I've been reading all these theories and I've got a wish list for the Spider-Man sequel. Okay. Okay. Now, I want the MCU to not only expand itself, mm -hmm. but to start crossing over into other movie franchises. Such as? Okay, so, mm -hmm. I want Jeff Goldblum to reprise The Fly and oh. fight Spider-Man. Uh, oh, okay. the spider and the fly. Okay. Right, okay, so there's that. And then, I think, and other fans have also brought this up, uh -huh. Nick Fury, mm -hmm. a great tie-in was that when he was in hiding after S.H.I.E.L.D. fell apart, Yes. He became a hitman in Pulp Fiction. Shut the front door. And in the briefcase that they were carrying around. What was the glow? An Infinity Stone! No! I'm just saying. That's cool. The I soul like stone. that theory. Because there's a lot of soul music in Pulp Fiction. Oh, sure. Right? And you gotta let your soul yes. glow. And then that would let John Gotti be in the MCU as a future villain. Oh my God! I can't even. I Lisbon. can't. Oh God! <sighs> There's too many good crossovers, Elizabeth. Oh my God! Yeah, no, that's I. I like. It, it, I, I like the words that are coming out of your mouth. Joe. They have already set this up because on Nick Fury's fake grave is the quote from Jules in Pulp Fiction. Shut up! The crossover's already happening! Oh my god, I can't, ah. I can't, I can't. Ooh. I, ah. Ooh. Ooh, I need a smoke. <laughs> ah. Well, you did have two coffees today, so you're already in good mm. shape. Yes, I am. You feeling all right? So. Yes. So we've got that going for us, mm -hmm. which is nice. And then we also now have confirmation for Joaquin Phoenix's Joker origin movie. Hmm. Now, it's fine, Jared Leto. It's fine. And I know you've got your own spinoff, and you were the Joker. And is blah, he still blah, doing blah. it? Yeah, yeah. He's still doing his spinoff Joker. DC movie. is... DC, I'm sorry. You should just rename yourself Storm Comics. I'm just saying. But if anybody was meant to play the Joker... It was Heath Ledger? Or Jack Nicholson? It's this crackpot right here. I oh. think that Joaquin Phoenix is going to be perfect as the Joker. You I'm think? so excited. Really? I yes. He first of all, his face was made for it. Second of all, <laughs> he's really good at playing batshit crazy. Um, do you remember hmm. it's his character in Gladiator with Russell Crowe? Yes. So effing creepy. 
Well, that's part of it was because he was incestuous. Okay. There, <laughs> so, yes, but if you can let's play, start there. If you can play incestuous, then you can play uh, you know any creepy Stop. line that you need to play. Does this mean that Harley Quinn is his sister? Uh, no, hmm. but uh, I, I'm, ex- I'm excited that this is I, happening. I, I think it would be good. I really wanted to see what Jared Leto would really bring to the character, though. He's going to have he, a, he's, he basically he's, had a cameo in Suicide Squad, He did, right? and I think they shot a lot <laughs> you know? more, and I think he was really upset mm-hmm. that his character wasn't as big as he hoped it would be. However, he's mm-hmm. still going to get his sort of offshoot movie. Okay. And she's getting her own Harlequin movie, I believe, still. What, what if, what if, Fudge... Uh, <laughs> Yes. What if Joaquin Phoenix's Joker uh-huh. was was like a high on? Okay. And they called him the smoker. And he just kind of was in the makeup, Midnight just toker. smoking down and just eating like junk food the whole movie. Dude, hey, Harley, go get us some Taco Bell, man. It'll <laughs> be cool. I would like to see a Joker with like a big like pot belly from right. eating all of the junk food. That would be interesting. I want to see the, the, D, <laughs> the DC universe where all the superheroes, because they started, they hit this in the last... Um, Nolan Batman movie where, you know, Christian Bale's Batman had arthritis in his knee, you know. <laughs> yeah, he had to have a lifted recline chair in, in Wayne oh. Manor. I want to see all the superheroes like in the AARP. Like they're like, you know. <laughs> Getting discounts yeah. everywhere they're going. Hey guys, I heard that Target's got a senior day today. <laughs> Wonder Woman comes by. Oh, I'm still young. Yay. Because I'm Gal Gadot and I'm mm-hmm. always cute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, uh, I know I have watched more of Westworld than you have. Right. I gave up on the second season. I'm sorry. As you should. Mm. What's hysterical is now uh, at least two of the main actors, Ed Harris, who plays the man in black, mm-hmm. who's the, basically the main villain in the, movie, in mm-hmm. the TV show, um, and now uh, Evan Rachel Wood, who is also the other main female character yeah. in the show, mostly, um, other than Tandy Newton, said... You were confused watching the second season of Westworld 2? Imagine trying to shoot it. We didn't know what the hell was going on Ooh. the entire time we were shooting that show. Sounds like it became, uh, almost became, Evan Rachel won't. Hey! Ah. I need a tiny one for the, for the won't. Um, yeah, she said we just gave up trying to read ahead or look at anything, and we just would go in take a wild stab at what was going on with the feelings or what was happening at the time, right. shoot a scene and leave. She's like, we didn't know how they were going to cut it together. We weren't right. sure what the continuity was or wasn't. They were just like, do this thing. And we're like, all right. That's not a bad way take- to shoot a movie if you want to keep the spoilers down, right? Yeah. Just you always have somebody on the set going, don't worry, we'll fix it in post. Don't worry, <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Don't worry, we'll fix it in post. Just show up. And today you're sad. Show up. Yeah. Today you're angry. Show up. Tomorrow you're going to stab somebody. Don't ask questions. Right. We know what we're doing. Well, if I'm supposed really to be happy didn't. today, why am I covered in blood? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Who's naked now? <laughs> exactly. So I feel a little bit better that for as much as the audience was like, what the hell is going on hmm. in this TV show? Right. The actors who were shooting it felt the exact same way. So they've got a lot of fixing to do for season three, and I don't even know um, how far out that's going to come back. I see. Now, I have not been able to bring myself to watch, uh, well, I don't have Hulu yet, but I could if I so felt the need. I have not been able to bring myself to watch um, The Handmaid's Tale. I have not watched (sighs) a second of it. Do you have Hulu? No. You don't, okay. No, No. because you know what? 
I had to draw the line somewhere. After I signed up for uh, the CBS premium, CBS All Access, sure, so I could watch Star Trek. I'm like, oh, I can't, yeah. I can't keep How on heaping on. How many services can I have? Because I, we haven't technically cut the cord, so we still have Directv, we still have, and we actually have Comcast, which came with a cable box. So we do have a Comcast box in the house, and then we have Netflix, and then we have this, and then we have. It's like, it's too much. Draw the line somewhere. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the show is brutal. And it's a series about women that are forced into sexual slavery and to reproduce mm. against their will in a dystopian future where America becomes this place called Gilead. And it is um, horrible and mm. awful. And so they thought, oh, you know what we need to do? We need to have merchandising tie-ins. Right. And so there was a company that was like, let's make Handmaid's Tale wine. Right. Who doesn't want to yeah. drink? based on characters in the show that are brutalized and raped and beaten right. up and forced into slavery. This let's is do, a lovely right. Chianti. Let's, like, let's do a merchandise tie into something that's extremely dark. Unbelievable. This came out. Uh, one label for the main character wine, mm. Offred, describes the wine as rich and complex, lush, fruity flavors of cherry and cassis are complemented by earthy flavors of mushroom and forest floor. No. First of all, I don't want to drink mushroom and forest floor, so no. I don't know what's going on there. No. The forest floor thing is an apparent reference to a scene where Moss's character and her young daughter hide in the woods. Moss! Forest floor! Oh my God! Hide in the woods from the new regime, but are ultimately stopped and separated. So let's drink a wine that reminds us about a woman who was no. on the run from an oppressive no. regime and then has to be separated from her daughter. Mm, right. Take a sip. Mm. And then the white has subtle notes of the placenta of a baby that yes! you were forced to carry. Exactly. Blah. Joe, it's like you were writing the copy of these people who decided to make this so, wine. So dark. What is so wrong with dark. people? Exactly. And to the vintner that went along with this, what were you thinking? Come Unreal on. Real. Uh. That they came out with it. I mean, the fact that it not only was brought up as an idea, mm -hmm. but that it then went through the naming and the art department right. and the physical making of the wine. And the bottling. And, the bottling. and here's the thing. You just don't you know, squeeze grapes and there's wine. It has to sit in a barrel for a little bit. So they had time to think about this. You had time. And I have another question. Against whose will? Was it Will Smith? Was it race car driver Will Power? Will we ever know? <laughs> Wasn't the 80s R&B band Will to Power? I got the power. Was it Snap? I don't I, know who it was, um, but mm. it went through all of these steps where at any time somebody could have said, should we do wines that are about a show that's about mm. women who are forced, to, uh, sex, forced into sexual slavery? Right. Is that a good idea? And in no time did anybody stop it. So then the wines were released, mm. and the public backlash was... Fast and fierce. And people right. were like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? This wine was shut down after a day of being in the public. They were like, whoa, whoops, my bad. Right. Oh, now I see it. Now I see it. Now that you say it out loud, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that's probably a right. bad idea. I, this is terrible. It's like the same marketing guys go, well, next we're coming out with the James Dean wine. It tastes like a wrecked car in the desert. Ooh! Amazing. Subtle notes of petroleum spilling on asphalt. Delicious. You could do the Marilyn yeah. Monroe wine. Tastes like pills and sadness. Right. I can't wait for the, uh, the cave diver uh, whiskey. Oh, yeah. Cave diver. Very good. Mm. Mm. 
You know what? I actually couldn't hear you on that one, but that's all right. Really? Could I mean, I could you? hear you in the room, okay. which is important. But yeah, all bad ideas all the time mm -hmm. for people making these different alcohols, and so they shut it down as quickly as possible. Mm. Now, this next thing could be entertaining. It could be a bad idea. Mm. We won't know until this weekend when the first episode actually airs. But Sasha Baron Cohen is at it again. Mm. He, of course, over the years has had different characters that have fooled people, like mm. his Ali G character has done interviews with really w important with world people. leaders. Butras, Butras, Gali. Oh my goodness. And so yeah, he's done interviews with world leaders, and then um, you know he's fooled people with Borat and, and Bruno. Bruno, and so now. He is doing a show for Showtime, and it looks like it's called Who is America? And it looks like he has fooled a number of Republicans and Democrats. He went after both sides of the mm -hmm. aisle. And one person is particularly upset with him right now about this. Well, first of all, I haven't actually, I, so I saw one thing where he had um, in his character, he had Dick Cheney sign a waterboarding kit. And Dick Cheney knew what it was. Like, he clearly said, could you sign my waterboarding kit? And I, Dick Cheney was like, all right, do, do, do. Um, and he signed it up. And, you know, he's, oh, I've never signed one of these before. So. I, you know, do you remember the <laughs> the interview that he did with um, Ron Paul in the hotel? A bit, very little. <laughs> so a little bit. if that's any indicator of what he's going to do to American politicians, Right. It's he's probably taking it up a notch. And you know, I mean me personally, I'd be fine if he did Bruno performing Uptown Funk. You would like that? Yeah. Although the uh, Bruno Mars recently had a scary experience where his stage caught on fire and he had oh. to stop his show in the middle of it. So yeah. Are you sure it wasn't a Michael Jackson tribute? No, it okay. this time it was not. But yeah, uh there is one person in politics who is particularly upset with how things went and she wants Sasha Baron Cohen to do something very specific and we'll Ooh. let you know what that is when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle Power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. 
But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. Thank you, Joe. It wasn't for you. I know, it was for Sarah Palin, but <laughs> I do love this song. Oh, why? <laughs> I've had it sung to me before. Just like I love the soundtrack of Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. <laughs> go, 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 Joseph. <laughs> yes, exactly. Are there any other Joe songs? Um, no, not no? really. Is this that one? Well, Hey Joe, but people have been singing that to me my entire life. There's a Hey Joe? I know yeah. Hey Jude, but... No, Hey Joe. Jimi Hendrix? Do it, go. He's, he's basically... It's a song about him going to shoot his girlfriend. Oh, that's a <laughs> hey, good time. Where are you going with that gun in your hand? Let's shoot my old lady. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Really dark. Maybe they should make a wine about that. <laughs> subtle subtle notes of, that company. <laughs> subtle notes of gunpowder and a human oh. being's blood. Oh, oh. Mm, delicious. Yikes. Ooh, here. That mm. went even darker. Pairs nicely with a prison term. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, yeah, so Sarah Palin <clears throat> was one of the people that Sasha Baron Cohen duped mm. for his new show, Who is America, which is going to be on Showtime this weekend. And he posed as a disabled veteran. And she and her daughters, actually, her daughter, I should say, were both brought in for this interview. Mm -hmm. And um, she said that the interview was booked through a speaker's bureau that was working with the former Alaska governor at the time. The request was very sophisticated and it looked legit. So she was like, all right. And they flew out there. Mm and did the uh, the interview and then it took a turn as you would imagine and so Sarah Palin has now taken to Facebook to say that um, I think you're a piece of crap my daughter thinks you're a piece of crap and you're a horrible human being Sasha Baron Cohen and if you had any scruples at all you would take any sort of proceeds or money from the show or at least from that mm -hmm. episode your paycheck and give it to a disabled veterans charity of some sort right which is actually kind of mm. not a bad idea. You know what? No, I would. Here's the thing that that line of thinking I think is absolutely valid. I mean, you know, let's put it this way: because he he is he is doing something at her expense. You know, whether sure. or not you agree with Sarah Palin's politics, he is taking something that she was basically tricked into believing. I mean, she she believes in that whether you agree with her or not. Like I right. said, that's yeah, yeah, one yeah. of her causes, and he used that basically against her. So Correct. I think it's fair that she makes that request, right? Yeah. She wrote in her post, Yep, we were duped. You got me, Sasha. You feel better now? I join a long list of American public personalities who have fallen victim to the evil, exploitive, sick humor of the British comedian, quote-unquote, Sasha Baron Cohen. Enabled that is awesome. And sponsored by CBS Showtime. That is so, yeah, amazing. So she's very angry. Did you, oh, I think it was in one of the movies, do you remember the thing where um, Paula Abdul got duped? No. And she like came out to do some sort of an interview. I think it was in the Bruno movie. Mm. And she showed up to this mansion, didn't know what was going to happen for this interview. And she showed up and it was basically empty inside and there was no furniture. And so um, they, this uh, uh, Bruno character brought in the lawn workers 
Mm. And had them oh, and had them be the furniture. be the furniture. Yes, I do remember this controversy. Yes, and he wanted Paula Abdul to sit on these guys as right. though they were chairs or couches or like one guy was the coffee table. Yeah, and yeah. So, yeah, that was that I was mean, one thing that he kind of got nailed for. He's it's his mo. It's not surprising. He takes he takes big chances, and there are a lot of people that are saying, "Well, we just want to wait." and see mm -hmm. what it what the footage actually ends up turning out to be. Is he using this to sort of make fun of her or politics, or is he actually in some way making fun of disabled veterans? Because if that's what ends up happening, then you're in big trouble, Showtime. Well, he likes to walk the line and cross it <laughs> many, yeah. many times. Yeah. And uh, I think there are some bits that he does that are hysterical. Mm -hmm. I think the, the one with the focus group where he was showing the video, yes. uh, that was pretty hysterical. <laughs> um, I thought it would, the interesting one was where he was uh, in Borat, where he gets picked up by the mobile home full of the fraternity guys and basically gets them drunk and catches <laughs> them at their least favorable moments. That was interesting. But... When he does stuff like that, he really does entrap people, and then he finds a way to kind of bring out their right. really uglier sides. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah, I, I again, she, it seems like she has some valid points, but then part mm. of it might be, as you say, that it reveals some things about her that she doesn't want right. people to see. So right. I don't know. Hmm. We will have to wait. We've got a little bit of time before we find out what happens there. And it sounds like we're going to have a lot of time to wait before we actually get a run for president from Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh. Now, people oh. were hoping he was going to run in 2020. And oh. he took it seriously. I mean, he said he respects the office and the idea that people would think so much of him that they would mm -hmm. want him to run for said office. But he has come out to officially say, uh, Rock don't have the time right now mm. to make a legitimate run for anything. Yeah. And so, but he hasn't ruled it out down the line. Well, you know, he's crunched for time. So, yes. I mean, it's not like he could jump in. Like, you know, people who are starting to consider campaigning for the next, you know, term of office mm -hmm. are starting now. Yeah. And he just doesn't have to, he, does, he can't do it now. No. So, you know, he'd have to wait a few months in and then he'd have to play catch up. And nobody wants to run a campaign all fast and furious. Oh, I knew it was going somewhere. I wasn't sure where, but there it is. Uh, there it is. Yeah, no, he said if he. Uh, if he's going to do it, he wants to do research and to learn things about it. He doesn't want to just go in blind with no experience. Right. Uh, so he wants to do it the right way if he's ever going to do it. And now is not the time. What he is excited about is that someone in his family is going to follow in his footsteps. And hmm. he's totally on board with it and totally cool with it. Um, he comes from a wrestling family. Mm -hmm. His grandfather was a wrestler. The Rock's dad was a wrestler. We actually have a picture. Oh, look at, look at Baby Rock. Yeah, he's a little pebble. Oh, yes. Yes. With his, I mean, wow, his dad was gigantic, too. I know. My God. Yeah. Big. <laughs> and so you had Grandpa Rock, you had Dad Rock, mm. you had Rock Rock, and now you have Daughter Rock. Wow. His 16-year-old really wants to go into professional wrestling. Wow. I I mean, wonder, she's got the pedigree. Were, were all their the, like, living room sets, folding chairs? <laughs> but, you know, Grandpa... Lots of ladders. In yeah, yeah. Grandpa Rock's <laughs> furniture had, like, folding chairs covered with plastic. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, I you mean... You don't want to, you know, spill anything. <laughs> yes. The Scotch Guard wasn't popular back then. <laughs> yes. So... 
No, and so a lot of people are like, well, you, I mean, we know it's choreographed and fake, but you could still really badly hurt yourself. Are you right. cool with your daughter doing this? And he was like, oh yeah, totally cool. And he said he feels like it's much safer now than it was even when he right. was wrestling, which was what, like late 90s, early 2000s, mm -hmm. when he was in his rock heyday. So yeah, she is 16 years old, currently signed up with IMG Modeling, but then also wants to become a professional wrestler. So. She'll probably do really well. I you know, when, it, when it's in somebody's DNA, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's totally. you're halfway there. He told uh. a story, though, um, that uh, back in the day, when his um, grandpa was wrestling, mm -hmm. um, his grandma didn't his, his grandma didn't fully and completely understand that it was fake, <laughs> and so she showed up to one of the matches and yeah. she saw you know them going at it, and the grandma was so upset that uh, you know that her guy was going to be hurt. She climbed into the wrestling ring and took off like her wooden shoe and starts to beat up the opponent. Oh, that's fantastic! And the grandpa had to be, like, no, 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 he's my, he's my. Don't tell the crowd, but he's my friend. We're fine. We, we, we work this all out. It's okay. Oh, like, don't somebody hurt Somebody invent tide table like, YouTube. Don't you? With, I've got my shoe. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, now everybody oh, understands. It's all a performance. Oh my goodness. But apparently, Dwayne was really hurt several times in his own career. Yeah. I would imagine. I mean, you're doing it's, those flips uh, and stuff, and even right. though you're not trying to hurt each other, all of them, happen. all of them get seriously injured. They're just good about hiding it. And you know, from my understanding too, if you're a major performer in you know in the WWE, they'll write the script of the match around if you're injured, you know, oh, and, and you yeah. have to make an appearance. So that makes sense. What do you mean? There's a script? There's no script. What am I talking about? <laughs> No, yeah, well, so they, they had to do that a lot with um, Andre the Giant, yeah. especially in his later years. Mm. He was in so much pain and was doing so poorly that mostly, like, towards the end and his things, he would just kind of walk around. Like, yeah. He wasn't really doing much right. in the ring. And unfortunately, his career ended with him just standing there hawking broccoli and snap peas and corn and mm -hmm. carrots that were oh, frozen. Oh, oh, so Andre the Giant. Hmm. Now... We've been hearing all about Elon Musk recently mm -hmm. because of the Thai cave boy Socrates right. rescue thing happening. And SpaceX. And SpaceX. But no word from Jovan Musk. Elon <laughs> Musk, all over the news. Jovan Musk, not so much. Sexy. Mm. I can smell you now. Ooh, yeah. Can you smell what the Elon is cooking? Mm -hmm. um, and what he's going to be doing is now, now that he's already you know, done his thing trying to help mm -hmm. out uh, in Thailand, he wants to help out Flint. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to send a rocket casing full of chlorine <laughs> out to Flint, and it'll <laughs> clean water. I mean, there's still Done. people. Done. Michael Moore in the sky. Help. There are still people that, that are using, you know, filters on their yeah. sinks and the filtered water. Like, it's not fixed no. or over, and it's just sort of become this push to the side, not as right. important, not as immediate problem. And so he said that he is, he's going to make it his mission to help to work with Flint homes that still have contaminated mm -hmm. water. Have That's a fresh cup of Elon right. Musk H2O. Mm. Tastes like an electric car. <laughs> mm. Yes, he, someone asked him about it on Twitter, and he said, please consider this a commitment that I will fund fixing the water in any house in Flint that has water contamination above FDA levels. No kidding. So Give this man a Nobel Prize now. He's making he stuff happen. He needs the money. He needs the money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was upset, too, when uh, people were kind of picking on him about the 
kid-sized no. submarine that he was trying to send for the rescue effort. And then they also started to lean in on him for being a billionaire. Stop, okay? And they're stop, like, oh, stop, wouldn't it be stop. nice if you could be an engineer or a scientist? And like, that part's cool, but you're just a guy with a lot of money. And he's like, slow down. Wait, no, it, you, here's the thing. Hate the rich all you want, but this guy is spending his money on science. Yes. He's funding science. Let him fund science. He said, I... You know, I was doing the same things I was doing before. It's just now I have more money to do it. Don't think right. I'm not involved in the engineering and science part yeah. of it. So quit it. Just because I'm rich on. doesn't mean that I'm not smart. Yeah, and I like PayPal. Thanks, Elon <laughs> Musk. Thanks, Musk. All right, when we get back on Pop That Culture, I have hope. You do? Hope. Hope. Hope solo. Not the soccer player, but solo hope. So hope you're, you're hoping for something by yourself? <laughs> Huh. <laughs> so one of my childhood favorites could be coming back, and we'll talk about it next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. That's what I do, fired. Sarah. That is what I do. Picking those songs. I love it. Yes. So we had the fantastic news that Billy D. Williams is mm. going to appear in Star Wars 9 as Lando Calrissian. Yes. Very exciting. I'm so glad. I wouldn't want anybody else to be Lando Calrissian now. Right. I did like Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian, mm. young Lando. Okay. I'm totally cool with that. Okay. 
But with the, the newer Star Wars movies coming out, we only got one with Harrison Ford as Han Solo before, right. spoiler alert, at the end of the first movie. Mm-hmm. He dies. Yeah. However, in the Star Wars universe, <clears throat> if someone just falls into a giant pit... Yeah. Are they dead? We're talking to you, Darth Maul. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's always a way. It's much right. like... No one really dies in a soap opera. They can right. find a way to bring them back in Star <laughs> yeah. Wars. It's space opera. Come yeah, on. it is space opera. Yeah. Legitimately. Yeah. Luke Skywalker falls all the way down, almost to Bespin. <laughs> you know, he's still above the clouds, but he fell right. a long way. Oh, yeah. 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 And uh, Darth Maul fell a long way down, came back. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is I what? fall down and I come back. Well, here's what happened. Um, Kevin Smith, super nerd. Of course, this comes from Kevin Smith. I love you, Kevin Smith. <laughs> he tweeted, if due to a time travel device or the force, there is a plot development that allows Lando to repeat his Empire Strikes Back line, there's still a chance to save Han mm. and get us back to that fateful, fateful bridge on Starkiller Base, then I will kiss J.J. Abrams on the mouth. I will French him even. And J.J. Abrams was like, no, uh-uh. He's like, I'm popping mints right now, I was about baby. to do it, I, but you brought this up. No. <laughs> Let's make out. Um, yes. I don't know how I feel Star about Starkiller Base is apparently powered by mysterious technology that could make for a little bit of time travel. Hmm. Yeah, but J.J. Hmm. Abrams and time travel. Ah. But see, that would force the Star Wars universe to split. And maybe there's a universe where Jar Jar Binks doesn't exist. Do it, J.J. Abrams. Oh, Do it. I feel bad about Jar Jar now. I know. I mean, I, I have been I so angry about that character for so, so long. And then when the actor came out and said that, I mean, it really, really hurt him to the yeah. point where he thought about leaving this earth because people were so mad about right. that character. Uh, yeah. Now I feel like a complete no. a-hole. Yeah, okay, I take, <laughs> I take the joke back. I take it back. Take it back. Yeah. I mean, obviously they know they can't ever bring back Leia now. That's just not possible unless they have someone else play mm. her. Which no. would be weird. There, there's only one way I'm for this in the Star Wars universe. For anybody coming back. Because I was even kind of uncomfortable with Darth Maul. I think if anybody's going to come back, it should be as a Force ghost. Oh. I think Luke can show up as a Force ghost. Okay. And since, you know, Han is Kylo Ren's dad and mm-hmm. he, he got down with Leia, he can be a Force ghost. Leia can be a Force ghost. I just have a whole movie yeah. called Force, Force Ghost. Ghost. <laughs> yes. Force Ghost 5. <laughs> Were there a special commando team of Jedi operatives? Oh. No, Star, I, Star Wars paranormal activity. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. I love it. This See? needs to happen. There you go. So exciting. And uh, you are excited, of course, for the birth of a of a right. new baby. New I'm, baby I'm so happy world. that Cardi B had a baby. <laughs> I'm. You know, I Joe's went to, on that Cardi B train. He loves yeah, her. I went to <laughs> I went to Baby's R Us to get a gift card, and it was all boarded up. But you know, it's cool. That's all right. Right? That's all right. I think she's she's good for gifts. I saw her opening up some of her baby gifts on social right. media, and they're all like Fendi, you know, right. um, strollers and Gucci oh. rattles. And so 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 the Graco stroller I got her would was, be no good, Joe. She doesn't want it. Well, fine, <laughs> fine, great. So, she has given birth to her baby and then said, I'm here for extra spicy Hogwarts spell-ass names. Welcome mm. to the world, culture. No. With a K. No. As my baby girl. No. Yes. No. Yep. No. 
Culture with a K, Joe. No. Mm-hmm. I, I'm no, 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 no. <laughs> so people went nuts on Twitter, as you would imagine, once she released the name of her baby. Someone wrote, I hope culture is pronounced culture A. That would be an iconic fashion moment. Or culture. Culture. I eagerly anticipate the day we have Supreme Court justice culture. That could happen. Yeah. I mean, no. it's just going to happen. No. Lots of pictures of the Kardashians who have the K thing with all of their names. Kim and then Courtney no. with a K and no. Kendall. And no. Now we have culture with a K, which much like imitation crab meat, crab with a K, everything's better with a K, Joe. No. Now, it would be cool if culture ended up marrying Northwest. So you had Northwest culture. <laughs> That's the best I could do. That's all you have? That's yeah. all you have in the tape? I, I really, because you're so, I have to stress. You're so angry I think I about... pulled a hammy making that joke. <laughs> you're so uh, anti-Cardi B. Yeah, you can't I'm, even handle I it anymore. Am. I, Cardi B, you're talented. You're just, just not my jam. <laughs> not yeah. Joe's jam. Smucker's my jam. Strawberry? Oh, my goodness. Haven't tried the boysenberry, though. No, I haven't tried that either. Mm. I feel bad, Joe. Why is that? Because I know that you have a sister mm -hmm. and you have a brother. And a stepbrother. And a stepbrother. And another stepbrother. But where are you in birth order? I'm the oldest, baby. You are? Oh, yeah! Oh. That's why I got the BDE, right? <laughs> yes. That's why I got the BDE. Yes. Uh, David, are you, where are you? What do you think? You're an oldest. You're an child. oldest? No. You're a baby. I'm a middle. You are a middle. Hardcore middle, yeah. Oh my gosh, you're a Malcolm? Yes. Wow. Now you say. And I'm not talking X or Jamal Warner. I'm talking like you were born <laughs> after the eldest, but before the youngest. That's what we're talking about. Now you yeah. say, what do you think I am as though, so what do you think your traits are that make it obvious that you're a middle child? Constantly looking for attention. <laughs> no, that's not you. I would have thought. I thought he was an only child. Oh, did you? I thought David was an only child. I thought maybe oldest. I never see. I didn't. Well, know. okay. So my brother is three years older than me, uh -huh. but then my sister is ten years younger than me. Oh, oh wow! You were so. super middle. Man, yeah. middle, 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 middle. When did middle, Viagra middle. come out? <laughs> Do your uh, parents? They're another Don and Barbara, aren't they? You leave my parents out of this. Uh huh. No, don't don't, wrong. don't bring that juju on me. No, no, no. There's nothing wrong. I know. I mean this in the most loving, affectionate, flattering way. If you're like Don and Barbara, you got it going on. You are vivacious and you are living your life. Life. So if you're going if you're going to have a kid 10 years after the middle kid, then yeah, so technically, wait a minute. If he's you have a younger sister, 10 years younger? Yes. Technically they say that if you go a certain amount of years between children, it, it resets. Oh, it's pretty much like a different, you know, yeah. family yeah. altogether. So pretty your much. younger sister's basically an only child. So yeah. you're a young child, the way you act. I feel like that, yeah. See? Okay. Well, the thing is, is that she was like a little baby when I was still feeling like I was a baby. So it was like, eh. Jealousy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. You didn't spit in her formula, did you? No. No, I was very, I was very sweet to her. I, yeah, no. right. Now, okay. I can tell these stories because I've told them before uh, about my sister. She is three years older than me mm -hmm. and was not happy about the fact that uh, I came into the world. Oh. 
Like she thought they were going to bring home a puppy or something fun, but then they brought home a baby, and she was wow. like, "What is this?" So wait, when your parents, you know, the day before they came home from the hospital, did your dad bring a blanket and let her sniff it? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, get used to that baby smell. Here, yeah. smell, smell. Exactly. We're bringing something home. Smell yeah. it. So there was, I believe, also that they gave her a doll, like a baby doll, so mm. she could get used to it, and she tried to like drown it in the tub, and then oh my, there, God. there was a point Jennifer where, Foraker. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> I was. Um, you did know. Did she just dip the doll in, or did she hold know. it underneath? Like holding it until the bubbles stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the doll's like grabbing on. It's like, <laughs> oh my god! And then wow. Allegedly, there was a time where I was on the couch, and they had propped pillows on all sides of me to kind of keep me there. Uh -huh. And then she tried to take the pillows away, so then I would like roll off the couch and. This is when she was very small. Did she try to, like, put you up in the attic to live for your whole childhood? <laughs> Flowers in the attic. Yeah. No. And uh, so, listen, we're super tight now. Oh, yeah. Tight. Sure. That's why she gave me that iPad. It'll make up for everything, what Sarah. I'm sure I'm trying you. to kill you as a child. Here, but take <laughs> it. Take it. All is forgiven, right, Sarah? She is one of my favorite oh, people on the planet. Yeah. Now, but there was a time where... Don't they call that Stockholm Syndrome? Wanted, is that what that's called? Wanted me dead. Yeah, I think so. Where you basically you accept and <laughs> learn to love your oppressor? Yeah. I don't know oh, what to say. God. So that happened. Uh, but what we're hearing now is that middle children are disappearing. That people are having either Did, one. Boom. Yep. I don't want to go. Yeah, it's gone. Marsha, Marsha. Um, Marsha, I don't feel so good. <laughs> oh, wow. You went right to the oh. Spider-Man dental. Oh, my goodness. Or, or was, go. it, was it a rather large asteroid that hit the planet? And <laughs> for some reason, it only affects middle <laughs> children. <laughs> my mom will call me. Yeah, Janice is gone. Oh. Oh yeah, she's God. gone. Don't know where. No, what it is is that um, a lot of couples now, the direction that they're going is that they're either ha only having one child or at the most they're having two children. No. Oh. So you're only getting older child syndrome or baby syndrome, but you're mm -hmm. not getting middle child syndrome like this chick had to go through right. every episode. Yeah. Which is weird to think about that there aren't going to be more Davids in the world, I guess. No, oh, what a shame. <laughs> He is psychologically, he is a younger child, right? That's true, yeah. Yeah, that's what they say. That's science. It's been peer reviewed, Dave. You're good. Whatever. You can take. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. Okay. okay. Now, to make the kids feel better, mm -hmm. let's give them some ice cream, yes, Joe. Yes, because bribery is excellent parenting. Trust me, I know. Mm -hmm. It's the only way to survive sometimes. <laughs> right. you got to do what you got to do to yes. get through the day. Watch Pokemon. Can I just, just have five minutes of quiet? Can Daddy just poop alone? Just yes. go watch a cartoon. I need to read a newspaper. I Leave me alone. July 15th, this Sunday, is... National Ice Cream Day. Shout it out loud. Ice cream! You can get yourself some discounted and or free ice cream on National Ice Cream Day. You better believe there's going to be deals for National Ice Cream Day, including Baskin Robbins, mm. which is my favorite kind of ice mm. cream. They're going to have BOGO cones, BOGO 90 cent, 99 cent sundaes, and $2 off a medium milkshake. Wow. Carvel, also delicious. You can get mm. uh, get one free deal on soft serve in a cone or a cup of any size. And I hear that James Carvel is going to actually come out and serve it to you. Mm. I'll have it to write it cans. Gross. So, 
Dairy Queen, it's not just National Ice Cream Day. They're doing National Ice Cream Month. Oh! So if you download their app before the end of July, you can get a voucher for a free small blizzard. And then Whole Foods, partnering up with Ben & Jerry's, mm. you uh, can get two pints for uh, Ben & Jerry's for just six bucks. Mm. Nice. That I'll sounds take delicious. It. That's well, dangerous. You know, ben this, Jerry's? This whole thing is dangerous. Jonah and I went to 7-Eleven yesterday because yesterday was July 11th. It was Slurpee free Slurpee Day. Day. That's right. And they have it down to a science. I'm they sure had they do. One person with a cup, one person with a straw, one person ushering people through, and they scanned the barcodes on the way out to inventory the free Slurpees. We were in and out of there in like less than five minutes. I thought we would be there for like 40 minutes. Wow. We were like, boom, 7-Eleven, you got it going on. You're on point. Yes. Yeah, no, I... Uh... I do love I do love the ice cream. It'll mm. be interesting to see which place I go to in order to celebrate the day. You should go to all of them. What is your favorite brand of ice cream? Well, you know, in in terms of the big chains, uh, I really do. Uh, there's a Dairy Cream, Dairy Cream, Dairy Queen by us that we love. Yeah. But there's now a Baskin Robbins. I love them both. Chocolate Especially peanut butter Baskin Robbins Baskin, no. birthday every year. I love that, and then um, but Baskin Robbins bubblegum ice cream. Oh, I haven't tried it. Two vices in one. My goodness. Wow. So there's that, but there's a little indie ice cream place by us called Cool Jacks on Orchard oh. Lake Road. Okay. They're amazing. They hand make all their ice cream. Hold on. <coughs> Sorry, Cool Jacks, but then. They make all homemade cookies, and they make ice cream cookie sandwiches that are to die Shut for. Up. They're seriously delicious. Cool Jacks, I love you. Ooh. I, you complete me. Kisses. Mm. Now, when we get back on Pop That Culture, we have a lawsuit that I think is ridiculous, and it has to do with rock stars and a chain restaurant, and we will let you know all about it when we get back. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. Come! What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. Hey 
It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Changing the the ceiling <laughs> tile and the wallpaper and everything in the building and just stuff is floating around and I'm like, oh, you only have a few more minutes. You're gonna make yes, it, baby. You're gonna, gonna make, make it. it. I'm gonna do this. You're gonna make it after all. <sighs> Thank you, Mary Tyler Moore. Mm-hmm. More, the boys. We came in with the Stones. Goodbye, Ruby Tuesday. And this song did indeed, in case you were ever wondering inspire the chain restaurant ruby yes um the restaurant's name was uh, suggested by founder sandy beal hmm. or to founder sandy beal by guess who i don't know who bob hope get out of here suggested he named the restaurant ruby tuesday Crazy. and this was uh back around the founding which was in 1972. okay ruby tuesday became corporate in 1996. okay so they are very protective of that name, even though they themselves took it from the Stones. Right. The Stones, by the way, released Ruby Tuesday in 1967, five years before the name Ruby Tuesday mm-hmm. was given to the restaurant. Now, currently, there is a tiny band, a penniless, basically five-piece rock fusion band in Australia. They're just, they're trying to make songs. Mm-hmm. They spent 12000 they pooled their resources together, and they've spent $12,000 so far on shooting a music video mm. and making some limited merch, mm. some merchandise for this little right. rock band. Like little keychains, like little, little buttons. And here comes Chain Restaurant Ruby Tuesday trying to sue the ass off of this tiny little Australian band for $2 million. No for infringement, copyright no. infringement, and they want them to destroy all of their merchandise and basically cease and desist the hell out of this. Are there even Ruby Tuesdays in Australia? I don't think there are. I think Well, that, area served worldwide, according to Wikipedia. Is it? Because well, so the, the band said that they had never heard of this restaurant until the lawsuit. And the thing is, is that is there stupid. are bands who have named themselves Ruby Tuesday all over the world. There are... There are some in the UK, and um, I forget which other countries, but there are at least um, five or six other bands that are named Ruby Tuesday. Right. They have not been sued. I don't know why Ruby Tuesday got a bug up their butt about this particular right. Australian band. Well, there's but. another company that does this. That's Monster Cable. Anytime somebody has a product or a service or the word monster in their name, like they own the term monster. Ridiculous. So Pixar, Monster Cable, and they probably have. They went after Monster Energy drinks when they yeah. came out. Did yep. they? Mm-hmm. Even though the wow. products have nothing to do with one another. Well, that's the other thing, too. This band is like, 
No, we're we're not singing about hamburgers yeah. and like appetizers, you know. So we're not going to confuse people. Right. We know that we're two different things. Yeah. And we're not saying anything, you know, bad about your restaurant in our music. Wait, are you sure? Are you sure the band hasn't gotten up on a stage in a dive bar <laughs> or down under and said, "Hey, mates, we got two for one apps today." <laughs> and people are like, wait, wait, I'm so confused. Are they but only the in the Yeah, only in the bar area. <laughs> You know what? Hey, you guys want to go have lunch today at Red Robin? Yes. Let's do. do that. Maybe Applebee's. Let's go to Applebee's. No, I'll go sure, to Red Robin that. with you. Those yeah. burgers are... It's Southwest Egg Rolls. Yeah. Oh, nice. Good call. I, you know what? I hope that there's a backlash because I do not like it when the 800-pound gorilla basically picks on the little guy. These guys don't yeah. have $2 million. They don't... They right. barely got enough money together to do the things that they wanted yeah. to do for their band. So they have hired a lawyer, and they're trying to, you know, stop Counter this lawsuit. Lawsuit in their Sue tracks. Sue for being because, dicks. Right? They're like, we don't. I don't know where you're going to get this blood from a stone because it's not going to yeah. happen with us. Blood from a rolling oh, stone, Sarah. And to the point where uh, the other Ruby Tuesday bands around the world have started to reach out to the Australian Ruby Tuesday band, and they're like, "What we need to do is do a big Ruby Tuesday concert right. where like all of the Ruby Tuesday bands just get together yeah. and do one big show." I, you know, is there a band called the Ruby Brothers? Where they got like a Michael McDonald sound alike. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. Just a fool to believe. You know, I this really bugs me. It should. I hope this karma comes back on Ruby Tuesday tenfold. Yes. This is ridiculous, it's complete, Ruby Tuesday. Complete assholery. Instead of suing a little band who's trying to make it in the world, why don't you try making better food? Do yeah, it. Yeah. I said it. I. You know who makes delicious food? Uh, and a delicious show. Yes. Craig Folly. When he mans the grill, it doesn't get any better it's than so that. So good. Oh. The sizzle, the yeah. snap. If you say it's, you want it medium well, yeah. you want it. If there's a show that falls right off the bone, it's the Craig <laughs> Folly show. Hmm, delicious. Enjoy it next, and we'll see you tomorrow at Pop That Culture.